the footsteps of Jesus from down under. Welcome to the program. I'm very happy to be with you today and please stay with us. Don't go anywhere. And I'm very happy today to introduce to you a dear family which I just met. And um, please stay with us because you'll hear uh, uh, some amazing stories and the good music too. Now, today in the studio, I've got with me here Lorraine and um, her husband. Lorraine, would you like to introduce yourselves um, a little bit and we'll start talking about your story? Yes, of course. Thank you, Nick. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here today to t- talk to all of you. And um, I'd like to introduce um, my husband, Wenerio, who is from the Philippines. And uh, his English is limited, but his songs are very, very good in his language as well as English language. And um, I grew up in the Presbyterian Church um, from a very young age and we were missionary minded in that church. We, I also taught Sunday school and um, I particularly wanted to meet missionary people. Many, many years went by and um, I, it is my pleasure to have met Wenerio later in my life as I was going to a crusade in the Philippines on his invitation. Lorraine, uh, I would like to ask you, before you go into that uh, part of the story, I would like to just um, talk to us, uh, share with us what was your experience in your childhood and how did you get to know Jesus, to meet Jesus. If you like to just share with us a little bit of your story from uh, early years. But yeah, just uh, share with us a little bit about your upbringing. At the age of five or six, we lived in the outskirts of Brisbane and the closest church was the Presbyterian. And I had the pleasure of knowing a missionary-minded family, a lady and her six children, And we all went to Sunday school together um, at the age of five onwards. The reason I went to Sunday school and stayed at church all day was because my family life was in turmoil with my parents having many bad times. Um, My father was in business with a growing business and many many disasters happening there. So I turned to Jesus and God in a very personal way during those years. We went to many school camps and sponsored many missionaries in Africa. Uh, As a young teenager, uh, I became a Sunday school teacher with the Presbyterian Church and I worked in the city of Brisbane as uh, accounting shorthand typist for many, many years, reconciling accounts and eventually starting my own business as well. Now, Lorraine, just interrupting you a little bit there, uh, you said that you are starting visiting quite a few other churches after you, you growing up, you, you experienced that turmoil in your family, but uh, you are searching 
for uh, for God. Tell me a little bit, what was your experience when you went to visit different churches um, and how did you grow in knowing Jesus? I knew Jesus and God were with me always and but I didn't feel that personal connection in many of the other churches. I did go to many, many churches and I particularly liked the music of the Salvation Army. Mm. But uh, my search continued on through the years. Mm. Now, you you mentioned to me that uh, you were also... Um, interested in um, living healthy, I mean, ha- have a healthy life. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned something to me about uh, eating like um, sanitarium foods and so on. Uh, now, this is a, a program which uh, is sponsored by the church which uh, uh, support that company, uh, sanitarium, you know. And you told me uh, before we st- Starting uh, recording here that um, yeah well, you you are interested in uh, in finding the whole truth. That's right. And how that happened? Yes. Well, as a teenager working in Brisbane City, I was lucky enough to be near the sanitarium health food shop, and often I used to get takeaway lunch there and take it to the park. Also, as a child, uh, I was rather sick because at home the food wasn't that wonderful. And so I began to read many books from the sanitarium health food shop as well and learned much about nutrition. Um, also at high school, I studied nutrition. So that was really on top of my list because if you're healthy, then everything else follows happily. Mm. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, just um, uh, going a bit um, further, you mentioned that uh, at some stage, being interested in uh, in ministry and outreach and crusades, um, you were invited to go to where was that? Yes, yes. Well, uh, as I said before, in the Presbyterian Church, we sponsored missionaries going to Africa. Um, But I didn't have that personal connection with those missionaries as they stayed in Africa. And um, as I was uh, busily not looking for any special man in particular and going about my business, um, I... Uh, had a pen friend called Gladys in the Philippines who was one of the thousand missionaries from that group and uh, she invited myself and my son to the Philippines and uh, uh, as to meet her other friends but um, surprisingly enough a month later when Aereo um responded to me via Gladys and invited me to a a crusade that he was attending in Iligan, Philippines, which is a fairly dangerous part of the Philippines. But I agreed to go because I do like a challenge. 
And yeah, uh, as I said a bit earlier, uh, we'll get to that uh, part of the story, how you met Venerio uh, there. Uh, now, you have an interest in, um, in reaching out to people. You have yes. an interest in, in being, uh, you know, missionary. Yes. Um, how that uh, happened in, how that grow in your life? I mean, mm-hmm. you shared that you had a struggle at home. After that, you, in your own family, you know, there were some things which were not uh, going right all the time. And uh, yeah, just share a, with us a little bit why you turn uh, towards God and what was the answers? Well, I fully believe that when you're at your lowest ebb in life, um, you want to climb out of the darkness towards the light. And I always knew that God was the lighthouse and I naturally love people especially humble people and people in need because I know how they feel I have that inner feeling myself so I was also like membership secretary of um, the Natural Health Society um, because I had was given that gift of being able to relate to people and caring about their everyday lives. We are going to take a short break to just debrief a little bit, and um, this is a good time for uh, Venerio, your husband, to share with us a song. Now, you mentioned before that his English is uh, is limited because he's just in Australia for how long? Uh, he's been in Australia full-time for six months. However, prior to that, he was in and out of Australia for visa um, reasons. Yes, and he's waiting now for a permanent visa here in, uh, in Australia. Yes, yes. Uh, when Ario, yeah, he's, um, he remembers me uh, a lot about myself when I arrived here, how hard it was for me to uh, to speak English. Uh, I mean, I'm not saying that now I'm, I really speak English, you know, I speak <laughs> very broken English with a very strong uh, Romanian accent, but that's uh, not a problem. Um, we'd like to hear uh, a song from uh, Venerio and we'll be back. Please don't go anywhere. Stay with us. God sent his I called him Jesus He came to love He learned forgive He lived and died To buy my pardon I My Savior lives Because she lives I confess tomorrow Because she lives All fear is gone Because I Lord 
the living just because he lived. How sweet to hold a newborn baby. I feel the pride and joy he gives, but greater still the calm This child confused uncertain days because she lives because she lives I confess tomorrow because she lives all fear is gone because I know He holds the future And life is worth the living Just because He lives Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you very much, Ronario, for, uh, for that song. And I know that you put quite a bit of uh, effort into express yourself as um, as much as you can. And that's very much appreciated. And thank you, Onerio, for uh, being with us here at the radio. Okay, going back to you, Lorraine, and um, yeah, please take us to Philippines and talk a little bit more about uh, how you... Uh, met Wenerio uh, and uh, what was the uh, path for you after that? Thank you, Nick. Uh, as I said before, I met Wenerio through a friend, a mutual friend called Gladys. And Wenerio uh, uh, surprisingly replied to me out of the blue and said, Oh, Gladys uh, tells me about you and I would like you to to inf- come to the Philippines um, for my birthday on the 3rd of April 2014 and also attend a crusade in Iligan, um, a part of the Philippines. And immediately, without hesitation, I accepted because I had some time in my life at that time to accept and... I obtained the aeroplane tickets quite quickly as it was late March when all this happened. And so uh, when Aereo didn't really believe I was coming and although even though I arrived at Singapore Airport from Brisbane, I texted him and his family and he still did not believe I was coming. However, they were all waiting at the airport happily as I arrived. And to my amazement, um, there's quite a number of people there mm-hmm. and with a big banner saying, Welcome, Lorraine. 
and that's a trademark in Philippines actually to welcome people very very well. Yes, they are very good um, <laughs> uh, with their invitations. And uh, the first words when Ario or I'll call him Wenny, mm. said to me was, gee, she speaks slang. <laughs> <laughs> but that's our Auss- Aussie slang. We can't get rid of that yeah, in no, a that's hurry. All right. We can't get rid of a bit of our uh, accent too. And Lorraine, just... Uh, as you went to the um, uh, meetings, you know, that crusade which was taking place there, what was your uh, surprise there? Yes, well, I we got our accommodation near Elegan, ready for the crusade, and um, I had great surprise because um, when Ariel was... Uh, had his Bible and all his books and his guitar and he was practicing and I said, oh, you're doing a lot of practice and he's, and then so one of them told me, he, Lorraine, didn't you know he's the evangelist at the crusade during these 12 coming nights? And I said, no, I did not realize that. And so that was a very pleasant surprise. And the Philippine people are very humble. Uh, they're not braggarts, mm. as we call them. They're very humble. No, that was a very good experience for you. Yes. And how that relationship started to grow from there. Because now we, we know that you got married. And yeah, share with us a little bit about that part. Yes, well, I was lucky enough to have some of his relations with me, school teachers that, and Gladys, who could translate for me, because when his English was very, very limited at that stage, and I could not understand him, so I actually had them translating his sermons to me as he spoke, mm. they translated, and so I realized that um, he was a very special person, and I'd realized that he'd been with the Seventh day Adventist Church for 30 years and uh, was very um, sought after by the pastors to speak the word to the people of the Philippines. Mm. Mentioning about Seventh-day Adventist Church, you shared with me something which I would like to bring you back to that point, um, saying that uh, while you were here in Australia, for all those years when you were searching for, uh, uh, you know, for God and visiting so many churches, you haven't been to a Seventh-day Adventist Church. But uh, you told me that um, uh, you had to be introduced to a Seventh-day Adventist church in Philippines. Was Ex- that right? Exactly, yes, because as I thought that Sunday was the day of worship, so I was busy uh, experiencing all these other churches. And, of course, being in business, I was working most Saturdays. And my mother always said, oh, don't you don't need to go to church on a Saturday because uh, there's one lot of people that go on a Saturday, but they're a bit suspicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, really?" But um, so. But you, you knew about the Seventh Day yes, Adventist Church through the sanitarium sat- and the, and the exactly. health health uh, products which you liked. Exactly, and the two of them did not click in my mind, <laughs> uh, probably because I was very busy in my life, and the two just didn't register. And, and another thing uh, which you just said um, uh, to me earlier, uh, 
that you, was not because you met Wenerio that you went into the seven. I was going to ask you this question. Um, what was some other things which influenced you or uh, touched your heart to yes. understand uh, that uh, you need to be in this church? Yes. Yes, well, uh, yes, the crusade lasted for 12 nights and during that time with the other guest speakers there as well on health and other aspects of the church and his family that are the same SDA religion, I realised that this actually was what I was looking for all the time so no one had to pressure me in any way it uh, just unfolded over those 12 nights and talking to other people other than Wenerio and so I realised that this was definitely what I should have been experiencing all my life but Mm. was too blind to see mm. at the time. But that's all right. You know, God has his own time and uh, we just need to be faithful and he will bring us to the right time for the right things, uh, you know. And uh, I would like you, if you can, just to share with our listeners um, a message of your own experience what would you like them to experience as you've been through this walk with Jesus we are here in the footsteps of Jesus following him and uh, I would like you to share something to our uh, with our listeners yes well um, dear listeners it is very good to experience on the sidelines different religions because we're born into different religions so we must respect them but it is nice to explore all religions, Saturday and Sunday worshipping. And I have also met a lady um, that left the Seventh-day Adventist church when she was at boarding school on a small island because it was overpowering for her. And she had dis- went to the mainland and discovered other religions and searched and searched But she said, I'm back with the Seventh-day Adventist because this is where I belong. And my message is the same. It, It encompasses good health, good principles, reading the Bible, obeying the Ten Commandments, which sometimes is difficult, but it's easily done. Um because you feel a lot better through the power of Jesus. Yes, of because course. we are. Um, you know, I um, I learned something the other day that we are going through a battle, mm. all of us on this world. But the battle belongs to the Lord, exactly. and that was a very good uh, thought. And I I believe that whatever we experience in life. Mm-hmm. If we believe that God can do it for us, then he will bring us where we belong. At the right time. At the right time. Mm. Now, uh, that's important, I will say from my point of view, 
to allow that to happen in our lives. Mm. Because too many times we think that we know better than God what to do. And uh, also, while we are sharing, now this um, recording here was not planned, was coming very ad hoc. And uh, I'm so grateful that you accepted this, because I know it's not easy to to talk, uh, uh, you know, unprepared, but you had... uh, you know, you're very courageous, and uh, I uh, really appreciate uh, this. Uh, we are coming to uh, to a close uh, now, and uh, I'm very happy that uh, you tune to uh, this program and uh, stay with us because uh, we'll have more music, and uh, through other programs, we'll be able to share some of uh, Venerio's songs uh, even in uh, in his language, we'll be happy to to play a couple of songs in uh, uh, in uh, Filipino. Uh, we'll just close uh, with another song. If we need you, you'll be ready to to play for us. Uh, and uh, here, we, here we go. <laughs> Somalika magampukan nunai kinabuhi may kalipay kasubanan manusahay Laumanmu anggino Sia saliganmu Umangat ka Ang Diyos mausagihapun Magampuka Dilikaniya pakyasun Humangat ka Mawala ang mga dagum Sumalika Sun, 
Umangat ka Mawala ang mga dagong Sumali ka Thank you very much. Thank you. And even if I, I don't understand Filipino, I think I, I got the message from this song. <laughs> and uh, guys, uh, again, yeah, thank you very much for uh, being with us here. My pleasure. And I know that you have a burden uh, on your heart now to work for God, to be missionaries here. And I pray that the Lord will lead you. And thank you very much again for um, for being with us here today. I wish you God's blessings. And uh, yeah, we may be able to catch up again, even uh, through the phone from Brisbane. Give us a call when yes, you listen to the program. For sure. Okay. Thank you very much. God thank bless you. you. And this is uh, a message of hope and good news for you. Until next time, God bless you all. Goodbye.